Welcome to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I'm Christopher Dedan, founder and CEO of Devian Enterprises, Inc. We are committed to optimize people's performance with tools such as peak performance speaking, coaching, and consulting programs for a worldwide international community. We believe that the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is acquiring the knowledge you need and consistently utilizing that knowledge to become a peak performing individual in every area of your life. Stick around until the end of the show where we will reveal how you can become the next guest on the fastest growing inspirational educational podcast on the planet in 20 to 30 minutes. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I am your host, Christopher Dedian, and today I have Daniel Martinez with me. He is the co-founder of Hive Mind CRM. Daniel, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing good today. It's another beautiful day. Let's go. Love to hear that. And uh, I give a small description of what you are or what do you do within your uh, company. Can you please unpack that a bit more for our listeners in regards to uh, Hive Mind CRM? Sure, sure. So uh, HiveMind CRM is a software automation platform. It's a customer relations management tool. So if you are a business that wants to do business more efficiently, that's what CRM does. It helps you do more business and help you make more money. So we've had 13 clients hit over 100K months using our platform. And uh, we're trying to help more people do that. That's pretty much the end goal. (laughs) So I truly love that. And for anybody who's listening right now as an entrepreneur and thinking about potentially having a CRM or investing in a CRM, maybe they're like, oh, you know what? I don't need one because I have it on Google Docs or on Excel or whatever the case is. And any entrepreneur really starts there, which is a great place to start. But moving up to a platform structured CRM helps you significantly in remarks to your outreach, to follow-ups, and it just helps you in your overall sales because depending what you sell, you have 100% like anywhere between eight to 12 outreaches you have to do these people to really get that product sold. So Daniel, before diving into that a bit more in detail, tell me what is different within your CRM compared to everything else that's on the marketplace? What can we see within your product? And why did you even decide to build this product in itself? So I'm going to answer your last question first. So it was not, it was not a necessity. Um, I, was, I, I was in business, of course, looking for something out there and there was nothing really out there that really hit everything that I needed. So it was out of necessity. So um, as far as what we do, it's pretty much everything that you would need as a business. Um, websites, unlimited websites, unlimited users. There's CRMs that charge you per user basis. Um, there's a phone system, texting, calling, RVMs, call forwarding, call tracking. So you can essentially get a, a business phone number. So you don't, you can get multiple phone numbers on your one cellular device. We have an app. So you can put your, your phone number out for different campaigns and answer them on your phone live. Um, texting, calling, voicemails, emailing, all in here. Um, most of the time you're using different product services in general. Like the average business uses up, uh, up to 20 or more different systems. So what's, that, what's, the, what's the system? It might be a website service. It might be a phone service. It might be a texting service because most of the time they're not really connected call tracking, uh, Google My Business interface, um, email provider, doing mass email marketing. So like there's a lot of things that you might use, uh, accounting software, invoicing software, all this different stuff you're gonna gonna use just because you're you're a business. 
this kind of brings everything all under one roof and it communicates and correlates and you can set up automations around invoicing um later it was strike quickbooks um the phone system of course uh, which is twilio based um, we have websites we're on google cloud servers so like we have clients that use uh, a, a web interface for their multiple different businesses they might use the phone service for call tracking for different type of campaigns they might do text outreach like we do for real estate so no matter what business you're in, you can use it. We even help podcasters with scheduling. Like there's a lot you can do with the system and it's just combining and automating a lot of your processes. That way you don't have to, there's no multiple things in the pot you have to keep track of. So I love the fact that you saw a problem towards, hey, I'm lacking something within my business with the CRM, the ones that are out there and you create it for yourself. When did the shift happen towards, because previously you had a business they were demanding a CRM for, and when did that shift happen towards, hey, I created something that can be and should be my business towards selling the CRM? When did that tipping point happen for you and how did you go about doing that shift? Um, it was more along the lines of, um, I, knew, I knew I needed it and I knew other businesses needed it as well. So it was more of long lines of like, hey, I can still operate my other business. So we still do real estate. We still do uh, real estate investing. And the CRM business is just another business that we own and operate that we help other people. Because now, now we're in the business of helping other businesses make more money. And that, that was really, because like anybody can make a dollar, but when you make a lot of people a lot of money, then you, you're really making a difference in the world. So that's where it kind of hits like a personal matter where now we're helping other people make more money which is a bigger, I think, internal goal of mine than necessarily making money for yourself because anybody can make money for themselves. Nice. So the aspect of value-driven, helping other people essentially position you like, hey, you know what? Let me go hard in this CRM and really build it so it could help the other people that needed other entrepreneurs and help them make money too. So there's definitely that fulfillment aspect that's getting filled there. And Daniel, as we're kind of talking about this, I obviously read up your bio and some of the, uh, the things that you, that you had on your uh, socials. And you had mentioned that your father is somebody that's very important within your life. Uh, and you got a lot of lessons through there. And there was one particularly that st- stood out for me in regards to your mind and your body. Do you mind talking about that and how that impacted you and just highlighting that to our listeners? Sure, sure. So my, my dad was an immigrant. I'm a, I'm a secondary. Uh, my dad came here from Mexico. And uh, it was one of those things where, like, my dad literally worked on the roads. That's all I knew how to do. He was, a, he was a person operating the shovel. That's all I knew how to do. So my dad always taught me to literally use your mind versus your body because your body can only take so much of a beating. So my dad worked on the roads for 30 years. He actually just passed away last year. Um, but it's one of those things where, like, I, everything, I, I, everything when, I, when I got into the business world, I was just like, what can I, can I use this more than physical time? Because when you're actually trading time for money, you can only hit a pinnacle of, 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 you can only get so far, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things where like, if you can exercise and make money with your mind, you can make money forever all the time. I love that. I love that analogy and love the fact that you kind of shared that story with your father. And first of all, my condolences in that regards, but the ideology to see that, Hey, you know, some people don't necessarily have the option to, to use their, their, their brain instead of using their body, but to be aware of it and deciding, because some people using their body is just the better option for them. That's perfectly okay. There isn't a, a right or wrong answer, but being cognitively aware to take that decision. I think that's where the important part is. Hey, do I want to use my body for the rest of my life or for this amount of time? Or do I want to use my mind on a longevity aspect or whatever the case is, right? So I love the fact that you had that 
awareness and that uh, understanding within your father. Uh, Daniel, as, as this show is called the Peak Performance Greatness Show, and I truly believe that anybody that succeeds and achieves high levels of performance, they have great habits, rituals, and methodologies that they use on a daily basis. So I want to know some, what are your habits and rituals that you utilize to really be a high-performing individual within your life and your business? Um, for me, I, I like the freedom aspect of it. And I think that was the biggest thing for me of why I became an entrepreneur was the freedom aspect to do what I want when I want to. Um, so I, uh, I always make the joke around because everybody's like, oh, you need to wake up at 4 a.m. to be a peak performer. And I'm like, you don't really have to. You have the ability to choose your own schedule. And that's what really determines what you're going to be. So um, I think, and like I said, I, a lot of it is I prefer my rest. I like, cause I make money with my mind. I like having, I just, I, I take, I sleep extra hours. Not unless I sleep a lot of hours, but a lot of people that you work a regular job or even entrepreneurs, I sleep like six, six hours or less, you know, they're, they're like always on like peak, peak mode or whatever. Me, I'm like, I need at least seven to eight. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sleep sometimes nine, you know, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my rest in because I, I, I need my brain, my brain to operate functionally. And operate as well as possible so those points were like i was stressed out because i wasn't sleeping enough and i told my wife like i, I need to i need to at least get a little bit more rest on the front end like we'll work something out with the kids like because now we're kind of like we take as i work from home i help out with the kids more so that's one of the beauties about what i do is i'm, I'm able to help out with the kids still work and do what, do what i love and still operate functionally you know <laughs> So that, I love what you just highlighted and our listeners that have been following the podcast know that I actually wake up at 4 a.m. every single day. So we're going to have fun here kind of uh, unpacking that. And I always say towards when I give my speeches, my workshops and my uh, all my content within that, it's what works best for you. For me, it works 4 a.m. because I'm somebody that's a morning driven person and my brainwaves are highly more productive, creative in the morning. So that's why I wake up that early to get a creative work done before I hit the gym and so on. But to be aware of your chronotype and for you, if you're like, hey, you know what? I need eight to nine hours of sleep. That's perfectly okay. It's being aware. And this unfortunate ideology that has been sold to the public the last several years in regards to the hustle culture, sleep when you die is so counterintuitive to how your body works. And to be quite honest, not correct. Like I'm a geek about high performance. I've studied sleeping patterns because that's super important. So the fact that you are aware of that and you structure it and you have that conversation with your wife to be like, Hey, I need more time to do sleep here. So then I could be with the kids here and do my business here. I think it's a huge thing I wanted to highlight for our listeners. So thank you for sharing that uh, in that regards, Daniel. And my next question over here, is obviously, you know, you, you, you're successful in what you're doing. It shows with your business and so on. And there's a lot that we can learn from other people's successes to their mindset, to their rituals, to their stories and so on. But we could also learn to people's failures, right? Not only through your own failure, but to other people's. So my question yeah. to you is, what is something you're having a hard time with within your business right now that you're struggling with that you want to optimize more? And what are you specifically going to plan to do to fix that? Um. A lot of people, a lot of businesses struggle with sales um, because in you sh this should be your main focus. I had, I had a conversation with one of my a mastermind that recently, and it was like, is is retention more important or acquisition more important? And where, where do you balance that? Um, and the answer is acquisition should always be more important than retention because you always need to find a way to acquire new customers. 
retention, not necessarily not saying it's not important. It's definitely important. It just shouldn't be at the top of your top of your um, focus. It should always be customer acquisition, customer acquisition, customer acquisition. So um, I think, then, like I said, it's, it's um, that's one of my focuses right now is more customer acquisition. I have customer service and customer retention there already, and it, it does its own thing. I have a team in place, but I'm definitely more focused on customer acquisition more these days um, just to get the word out and help more businesses in general. Okay, so essentially, have a churn. So what you're saying right now is that you're having a challenge with customer acquisition. Is that something that you're kind of looking at? Hey, how do I get more and so on and so forth? Is that correct? Yeah, that's my main focus right now. Is it's, uh, trying to acquire more customers. Okay. Because I had my my customer retention is very it's very good already. So I'm really just trying to my main my main struggle right now is just customer acquisition, and that's what I'm focusing on right now. Okay. So that makes sense. So obviously, like you mentioned in business, you have to have sales to have sales. You have to have customers to have customers. You have to uh, get customer acquisition and retain them, right? So that's the, the the lifeline of getting a client within your, your product. So you said that that's something that you're working on as every single entrepreneur is. Now, the question is, what are you doing to work on that? Do you have marketing strategies? Do you have a different approach? Is it a different copy? Is it networking events? Like, What are you doing to fix that uh, uh, or optimize that uh, part of your business? So one thing I'm always doing is podcasting. I'll okay. never stop podcasting because it's one way to always reach new audiences. And that's for everybody listening here. If you enjoy listening to podcasts, try and be a guest on podcasts. So that's something I'm always trying to uh, reach new audiences. Um, email campaigns, um, we actually build it out through HiveMind, but I'm really bad at email copies. So I probably need to hire somebody to help us with email campaigns just because like it's 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 getting archaic where people aren't responding through email campaigns, but it still works. Um, one thing we like doing is that we like in, uh, integrating text into our acquisitions and um, sales process. So we use a lot of texting um and just emails in general, but it's just building building out and honing out the funnels we already have just to be more optimized to convert clients. I love that. Okay. So you explained two main avenues and brother, like you're, you're preaching to the choir here in that regards. First and foremost is the podcasting mode, right? I truly love that idea. And so much so that I actually have a podcast booking agency called Dead End Podcast Agency. And the reason why I started is because like you mentioned, I built my business through getting booked on podcasts. And the difference between that and a 30-second reel or a quick ad or a copyright is that usually on a podcast, you have anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour of communicating with a host. And really, the listeners have to understand or have the time to understand your thought patterns, your ideology, your service so much more in depth. So it is a relationship that gets so much more better cultivated with the consumer. So I love that first thing. So you're getting on amazing podcasts, rinse and repeating it to build your brand, your expertise and uh, grow your product, right? That's one. Second thing, the aspect of your newsletter, right? Being great copy with the newsletter, uh, communicating with your uh, community within that end. So as you're doing those two uh, avenues, those are a place that you're leaning on. You have a higher percentage of chance of increasing your sales and so on and so forth. So I truly love that ap- approach. And uh, uh, that's something that I wanted to highlight for our listeners as well. Uh, Daniel, as we're kind of coming to time here, I want to ask you a couple of last questions uh, before we end this uh, great conversation here. My next question in the regards to building the CRM in itself, I kind of alluded to it, the importance of it. But obviously, like I said, I'm just a user. You're somebody that builds it. 
significantly, and you probably have statistics that I do not have. What is in percentage, if you can say, the increase in sales when somebody uses CRM towards somebody that doesn't have a CRM or somebody that's kind of made shift a CRM on a Word document? Do you have any statistics that you could share with that? What are the, the real differences within your business and sales and opportunities that it brings? So I'll bring up to one client. So one client I had was on spreadsheets, spreadsheets and notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and in our business and in most businesses, you're, you're, you're should make, you should make contact with a lot of people just to get sales. You should. So um, he was on paper and uh, paper and, and spreadsheets. Um, he came to the system. He picked it up pretty quickly. And um, he's done over six-figure months at least two or three times. He'll be our first. He might be our first million. There's somebody coming up that might get a million on one deal. But um, we, we we really we really um, you can optimize and maximize your time and efficiency. So one of the big things we preach is that everything's delegation, delegation, delegation. If there's something out there that can automate that delegation part, you might not have to delegate it at all, and it just gets done. So we we very try and teach automation before delegation because you might not have to delegate it all, um, and it, it can really optimize your your time and um, your your human aspect of whatever your job is. So whether you do it yourself, if you're a solopreneur, or if you have a team in place, it might be less action they're actually doing as an individual or part of your team. So you want to automate as much as you can. So I love what you just mentioned over there. I want to highlight it. Automation over delegation. I'm a huge fan of delegation. And I feel like automation is a subcategory of it. You're just delegating to an AI, which you're calling automation, which I truly love. So looking at what are certain platforms that you could utilize before hiring somebody to optimize the systems and processes within your business. And in regards to that, you said like, you know, you had some clients that succeeded and all that stuff. Have you seen anything like in aspect to, like I said, percentage or like how many times more? He was probably doing, this is real estate percentage. Most of my clients are real estate. He was probably doing one to two deals a month. Right now he's probably doing 15 to 20. Okay. Okay. So this one example over here, we're seeing that it's really huge, significant uh, differences with the CRM. So Daniel, I mean, listen, awesome job with, uh, with uh, everything that you're doing. Great success in with your uh, CRM company over here. And my last question to you is, if somebody's listening to this and is interested to know more about your CRM, to see how it kind of uh, comes in competition with other CRMs, to get to know you more, to find out a bit about you, where's the best place that they could connect with you and your team? So uh, first of all, we, we do real estate as well. So if you're interested in real estate at all, we actually have a dollar course. It's literally $1. It's how to make six figures on one land deal. You can actually text us at 210-972-1842. Just text the keyword course and you'll get a link to that. Um, we're literally hive mind CRM on every platform. We create a lot of content. And that's something else. If you're really trying to make a dent in the, in the marketplace, create content and put it everywhere. That's the best thing I can tell you. <laughs> and so I, I truly love it. So everything you mentioned will be in the show notes below. So you guys are interested to find out a bit more about the real estate aspect, like you mentioned, uh, just text the, the word code to the number he did previously mentioned, and you could find him everywhere at Hive Mind uh, on social medias in regards to finding out about the CRM. So brother, it was true pleasure having you on the show. Best of luck with everything. And we'll be speaking very soon. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Thank you. 
Christopher Devian here. Thank you so much for listening to the Peak Performance Fitness Show. If you're a successful entrepreneur or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot of your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. If you know somebody that could be a great guest, please tag them on social media to let them know about this program. And don't forget to include the hashtag Peak Performance Greatness. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We regularly put out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Your thumbs up, rating, and review go a long way to help us promote this show, and it would mean a lot to me as well as my team. You want to know more? Go ahead and visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or my YouTube channel at Christopher Didia. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Have a blessed and grateful day. Thank you.